Today's daf is daf Mem Ches. We're holding uh, about 16, 17 lines from the top of Mem Zion and Mabez. We're in the middle of a sugya. They want to brought down a machlokas of Shemina Lazar and Rav Meir to try and show that Rav's halacha that says Mekadosh Milva Eina Mekadoshes is actually machlokas Tanar. And the Gemara had said that that's not actually what they're arguing about, and had given a teretz, and now the Gemara wants to explain what exactly the teretz is in terms of what is the machlokus, so that the machlokus itself does not hinge on whether, uh, whether A, you can makadash milva, everyone holds you cannot be makadash milva, as well as milva nitno is that milva, that the money that's given to the person is considered to be belonging to the person unrestrictively, they can do what they want. The one is going to say that the machlokas is what triggers the point where the money is considered to be solely in the rishus, in the domain of the borrower, and that the lender cannot claw back the loan that if, is the triggering event that it was as soon as it was given, or as soon as some of it has been spent. And that's what we're going to explain. So therefore, taka milva is nitno, but at what point is it considered to be triggered as a loan? That is what the machlokas is going to be. So how else are they going to be arguing if not in the din of milva nitno? That's what the Gemara is, as, is asking. So says the Gemara like this. So I'm a rabba. I found the Rabbonin in the Yeshiva. Rajas, whenever it says Bey Rav, it doesn't mean the Yeshiva of Rav. Bey Rav is just an expression for the Yeshiva. I found the Rabbonin that were in the Yeshiva. The Ka'amri, and they explained that the Machlokas is, is the following Machlokas. What are they explaining? They said, they argue like this. They're arguing, they said, the machlokas is whether you say, the milva b'shuz b'aylim l'chazora v'huadin l'aynsim kamiflagi. What they're arguing is like this. What happens if you have the husband, the, 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 the malva gave a thousand dollars to the lova. The malva gave a thousand dollars to the lova and the lova hasn't touched it yet. The lova hasn't touched it yet. Do we say at that point, can the Malva say, I want the money back? Can he say, I want the money back? Because the, in order to trigger the loan, do we say that what needs to happen to trigger the loan is what? The, the Malva started using it. It means even if he'd used one dollar, it would trigger the loan. He can't ask him for it back. But let's say he hasn't used it yet. Does it, is the loan triggered just by him giving it? Or does usage of it, what's it? Say, so they say, uh, that's what's going to be the machlokas. And it has another impact, according to the, the Meyeshiva, I also want to say it would have another impact. Is that, who is chayv if an onus happens? Right? Who is chayv an onus? Something that, uh, something that's beyond anybody's control. Alright? An armed robbery. Alright? An act of God. Who would be chayev if an onus happened? So if you hold that it hasn't been triggered until it's been used, so therefore it's considered completely within the jurisdiction of the, of the, of the malva, and therefore the malva should be chayev in the onsim. But if you hold that, no, it's automatically goes over to the, uh, without being triggered. So now, why does this help us? Because it could be, what they want to saying is, Rav's halacha was talking about where it had already been triggered. Rav was saying is once 
it was once part, he has a balance of what was left. You can't be Makadish. Since Nitna, so whatever was left over, his loan has already been triggered. Once the loan's been triggered, even if there's something left over, it's no longer considered in the jurisdiction of the Malva. You can't be Makadish with it. Their Machlokas is, is what triggers the loan. Partial expenditure or it's automatic. But it could be Rav would agree that according to the opinion that if it's not triggered yet because nothing was used, then Einachinami, you could still be Makadashur with it. But Rav wasn't talking about that case. Rav was talking about a case where there's, it was triggered already, so you can't Makadash the part that was spent already because you can't Makadash the Milva. And even the part that hasn't been spent yet, once it's been triggered, Milva it, no, you can't Makadash with that either. So, but basically we're saying that the Machlokas that we're having now between Rav Meir and the Tanakama is talking about, he's talking about specifically where the Milva was not triggered. That's what we're talking about. It wasn't triggered by his expenditure. Okay, let's see it inside. So it says the Gemara like this. So that's what the Bnei Yeshiva wanted to say. The Yazvikamra, the Milva versus Bailim, and Lechazoro. And the Shaila is, can there be retraction at the, uh, if it hasn't been triggered yet? It was just given over. For who had the same thing, Shaila, who's having the Onsen? The Tanaka, that the uh, one opinion holds is that as soon as the money is given over, it's already considered in the domain of the Lova, and the Malva cannot get to it anymore. And therefore the Lova is also Chayv and Onsin. Umar Savar, if it hasn't been triggered yet because nothing was spent, so it's still Bershus Bailim, and if it's still Bershus Bailim, still Bershus of the Malva, he can retract Kaima. And not only that, he's Chayv and Onsin. I just tweaked it a little bit. I said to him like this, I hear what you're saying, and the way you're learning will not be a Kasha on Rav, because Rav is talking about what for sure was triggered because some of it was spent. But, it won't, but, but I, the one thing I disagree with you, I hold that as soon as it's been given over, the Gabe owns him, the Lovas always have in the own sim. Whether or not the Malva can retract, has it been triggered or not that the Malva can retract, that I agree is the Machlokas. But there cannot be a Machlokas, the Gabe owns him. And, and the proof he brings for it is as follows. Is if I give you, uh, you, you, you ask me to borrow my cow, right? Ostensibly, a loan is a She'ela on money. But let's talk about not money. Let's say I give you, I, I lend you my cow. All right. When do you be high, When are you chayv and owns him? Right away, you're chayv and owns him. Whether you started milking the cow, you didn't milk the cow, you're chayv and owns him. Right. So if something that you have to give back intact, you're chayv and owns him. You're chayv right away. Something that you don't even have to give back intact. Call Shekain your chayv and owns him right away. So that's what that's what that's what Rabbi disagreed with the Bnei Yeshiva on. Faminalula owns him kula amalopliga. There can't be an argument by owns him. There beshus lova kaimi. That's for sure that it goes over to the lova. The lova's chayv and owns him as soon as he takes possession of the money. My time. What's the reason? Because lo gara misha'ela. It's not different than a regular sha'ela of an of an object. Object where you, take, you can't switch it out. You've got to give the item back and you're still chayv and onsim even before you used it. So they have a chayv and onsim. So milva, 
So in a case of a loan, where you don't even have to give the item intact back, you can give a different thing altogether. So for sure you're going to be chayv in own sim as soon as you take possession. Ella says the Gemara, therefore, what are they arguing about? I do agree the second point they're arguing about. It's Achamilva versus Balin Lechazara Ikabenayu. That's what the Machlokas is. It, what triggers it in terms of him being able to ask for it back? Is it as soon as he gave it over? And therefore, once he gives it over, and therefore, if, if it's already been triggered, for sure, even if the whole thing's intact, you can't be Makadash and Isha with it, because you can't ask for it back. But the other opinion holds that if it hasn't been triggered because the person never used it at all, so then you could still be Makadash and Isha because it's Isa B'chazari, you can get it back. I, Rav said, you can't Makadash and Isha. Rav's talking about when it was triggered. When it was triggered, you spent part of it already, then already everybody will agree you cannot be Makadash. Frek de Gemara, Lachora ve'ela hada amar Ravuna. Ravuna said the following halacha: Hashol karda mechaveiro. A person borrowed an axe from his friends. Guy went next door and said, "Can I use your axe? I want to borrow your axe." Bikabo, if he chopped with it, kano, he has acquired it. Lo bikabo, lo kano. If he didn't chop with it, he hasn't acquired it. Now, Lechora, what is he talking about over there? Right? He's saying is that if he chopped it, so then, then the person can ask for it back. If he hasn't chopped, uh, I'm sorry, if he chopped with it already, let's say he borrowed it, I'm giving you for 10 days. And the guy chopped, chopped, you, then you can't ask, you can't ask him to give it back. You agreed to give him for 10 days. He chopped with it, you can't ask him back. If he hasn't chopped with it, then Lachora, you can still ask for it back. So says the Gemara, it would seem that that rule is really dependent on the Machlokas Tanoyim. Because you're saying is if, what triggers the, 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 the She'ela? Is it that he used the money or he didn't use the money? If he used the money, it's been triggered. According to one opinion. If he hasn't used the money, it hasn't been triggered. Now, Lachora, according to the other opinion, it's triggered right away. Now, if you're telling me by the axe, what triggers it, not that he took possession, what triggered it is the chopping, Lachora, that only fits like one of the opinions that you have to actually use part of the money to trigger the loan. Yeah. So, says the Gemara, Lachora, so, Bikaboy, Kano, and you can't retract. But if you love Bikabo, lo Kano. So, Lemeketanoi, Amrlishmaita. So, was Rafuna saying this only according to one of the Tanoyim, but not according to the other? Tumor says, Loi. Tumor says, No. It's not, not, not necessarily. Why? Because I'll tell you the difference. There's a difference between the case of money and the case of an axe. In the case of an axe, right, you have to give the axe back. You have to give the back, the axe back intact. So therefore, what did you take the axe for? You took the axe for it to use. So it could be that there the trigger, the trigger is the use itself. It hasn't been used yet. The guy can say the 10 days deal is not on yet until you use it. But in the case of the money, it could be that the, the, the opinion is not arguing. There he holds that you don't have to have the use of the money to trigger. Because it becomes yours right away. You don't have to give back the item itself. You can give back anything. So since you can give back anything, according to that opinion, the trigger money. is immediately as soon as you take possession. So we're saying is, so we, we said that according to the opinion, you have to use it as the same way you have to use the money worked out. But what about the opinion that by the money, right away, you can't ask for the money back? Whereas no, there's a difference because money, the reason you can't ask Right back because you don't have to give back the same money. So as soon as it, you, the person took possession, he could have given you different money. That triggers the loan. Whereas by the accent, he has to give you the axe back itself. The only thing that will trigger it 
is the actual use. It's not a kasha. Atan loy pligi elabemilva. The only argument is you, is possession or usage. That only argument is by a loan. Because you don't have to give back the actual thing. But when it comes to she'ela, borrowing of an item, then it has to be given back exactly the same thing that was taken, then it could be that the only thing that triggers that you cannot uh, that, that, that you cannot ask for it back anymore is the actual usage of the item itself. So therefore, in only if you used it, can you not ask for it back. But if you didn't use it yet, then the, the deal hasn't started and you can ask for it back. Lord Connor. Says the again. Name it We're going back again to the din of uh, to to Rav's halacha that he wanted to say that makadosh uh, b'milva ainu mekudeshes because milva lo tzor nitna. We want to see if we have a machlokas tanoim in this din or everybody agrees. What does it say? It says like this: Hiskachili b'shtar chol. We got five or six different interpretations how to learn this. It says hiskachili b'shtar chol. A person says to a woman, "I want you to be mekudeshes to me with this IOU." Shtar chol is an IOU, a loan document. All right, what? We'll see who. So, or he had money that was owed to him. Means he had money that other people owed him. They hear alehem, and what he did was he uh, what's it called? Uh, he transferred Assignment. it. He transferred it over to her. Means he made her the uh, the beneficiary of it. So he signed it over to her. So you have two cases. One is he actually gave her an IOU. <coughs> two is he transferred the loan or the rights of the loan to her. Right? Rav Meir Omer Mekudeshes. Rav Meir says it works. Good kedushin. Rav Chachamim Omerim Eina Mekudeshes. It doesn't work. Now the the question over here is. When the first case which says it was an IOU, who was the IOU? Who owed him the money? Was it the woman herself or was it a third party? So one says like this: Hi, Starchov, Echidami. What's the case of the Starchov? Now, Ilay, Mashtarchov, Da Cherim. If it's a third party owes the money, then what's the what's the difference between the first case and the second case? The third party money, and it's a Starchov. It's the same case. So Haina Milva Biada Cherim. That's the same as the second case. You don't need. Why do you need both examples? So Elalat, it must be Starchov Dido. Means she owes him. She owes him a thousand dollars, and he gives her back the IOU, and he's mekadeshur with a thousand dollars that she owes him. Is that not a classical case of being mekadesh vemilva? Right? It's mekadesh vemilva come nifl again. It comes out Rav Meir holds it's mekudeshes, and the other opinion was. Um, the Chachamim said it's ain't mekadesh, but you have machlokas with mekad when you can be whether you can be mekadesh vemilva. Right now, this is even uh, this is the the more difficult situation of milva because not even talking about where there is a a, a a balance left on it. So says the Gemara like this: Olam No, it's not talking about you being makadish with the money that she. It's not the IOU that she owes him the money. It is a third party. Your Shiloh was. Why do I need two examples? Why do I need example either that he gave her over the IOU? Or that he, uh, uh, he, he uh, signed over to her the loan. What, what's the difference between the two cases? So it says more like this. I'll tell you the difference. The two cases, one is talking about it was a documented loan. It was an IOU that was documented. And he hands over to her, Ruben owes me $1,000. I want to Makadish you. And here is the IOU. We'll see what, why we need both cases in a moment. And the other one was, Ruben, it wasn't documented. Ruben 
Ruvain Alpeh. There were eight him there. But Alpeh said, I'm going, I, I lent him a thousand dollars. And Alpeh, it was verbal, wasn't written. And now they're using a mechanism. They're documenting the fact that this loan is now transferring over to her. And in both cases, she's now adding to her bank account and now she's getting assets. Whether it's from the written loan or whether on the verbal loan, she now is gaining that thousand dollars. It, according to Rav Meir, it's Mekudeshis. According to Rachel, you see why they disagree, it doesn't work. Now we're going to explain in why in both cases they would argue and we're going to see why you need to have both cases. One where it's a written loan and one is where it is a document, uh, a verbal loan. So it says it more like this. So it says it more no. It's talking about Now, let's go with the first one. The first case, where he gave her the IOU. What's the machlokus over there? What are they arguing about? Now, listen outside. It's the morning Baba Basra. I'm going to tell you what the machlokus that we're going to make it dependent on. Case is as follows. I have an IOU that Ruvain owes me $1,000. I want to transfer that loan over to Shimon. Okay? Rabbi Yehuda, uh, or the Rebbe, Rebbe holds is that it's fine. All I have to do is transfer over the document, the documented loan, the IOU. I give it over to Chaim, so therefore, not only is the Kona the paper, but the content, the osios, what's written inside, transfers, that's all I have to do. The Chachomim disagree. The Chachomim say, if all you gave him over was paper. the paper, then all, you've, all he acquired is the paper, not the content. What has to happen in order, according to the Chachomim, for it to transfer? I have to write another document, which is like a star mechira, which says, which is documenting the fact that by handing him over the IOU, I am transferring the lien that is documented within the star that's going over as well. And therefore, you need to have both. You need to have the handing over the IOU and the documenting that what that is representing is uh, transferal of the loan as well. That's going to be the case by the Star Chol, whether you can Kaddish the Isha with it or not. Mm-hmm. So let's see it inside. It says more like this, Rebbe says the letters, the letters, the content, not just the paper, but the content also by handing over the doc, that's valid. Whether you documented it below and did not hand over the IOU, or you handed over the IOU below and did not document what that represents, it will not transfer the loan over to Chaim unless one happens. Until you do both. So Mar Islay the Rebbe, the time the case over here was all you handed over that is the IOU. Rav Meir holds like Rebbe, since you handed over the Isha the IOU, Makudeshis. Well Mar Islay the Rebbe, it's not enough. You just gave her a piece of paper, you gave her nothing. And therefore it's not enough to be Makadi. You have to have it documented as well. That's answer number one. Don't get into that. Or you could say as follows. The Kula Amalaislu Derebi. Everybody agrees that in order to transfer over the loan, you need the two pieces. You need the IOU transferred over the written document, and you need the Star Mechira, you need the, 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 the recording loan, the recording document. 
Right? Everyone agrees. You need both. What they're arguing about is the Rapapa's Allah. Rapapa said what has to be written in the recording document, you have to have the specific terminology. You have to say, I'm Rapapa. Somebody who wants to sell a star chove over to his friend, a third party loan, he wants to transfer over. He has to use this text. He says, Kani Loch. Who? I'm giving, I'm, I'm selling you. You're acquiring this document. With all it's encumbered, all that is encumbered within it, with all the loans, the liens that are in it. If you don't write, it still doesn't work. Now that's the machlokas. Yamar is The one opinion holds of Rapapa that if you didn't say it, it's nothing, which is a chachamim. And in this case, even though you did both pieces of paper, but you never wrote b'chol shibuda ime, but therefore, that's why the chachamim say it's ain't a mekudeshes. But Mar Leisley Rapov, Rav Meir doesn't agree with it. Rav Meir holds, as long as you have that second document that says I'm transferring over, you don't have to have the other part, and therefore she is mekudeshes. Third shot. Ibois Ema. Kula Alma, Islahu de Rapapa. Everybody holds of Rapapa, you have to write it, and you have to write Bakoshi Buddha Ime. And that is what happened over here. For Hagab the Shmuel come in for the they're arguing about Ishmuel's Alocha. The Amar Shmuel, Hamogashtarchol Khaveiro. Shmuel has an interesting Alocha. Shmuel says like this is that if there is a transference of an IOU, even if it's done legitimately, and even if it's done with all the bells and whistles, the accompanying document, the Malve, who the lien was initially made with, could be Moichel. The Malve, if he says, even if he sold it or he gave it over, if he says, I'm being Moichel the Choyv, it nullifies it. That's the Shilat. Did you hold that's right? That is Shmuel's din. And he went back after he sold it. He was Mochalit. Even if he dies, the one who inherits him inherits his lien. The Yorish could be Mochal as well. The Chachamim hold of Shmuel. And therefore the Isha is not Gomer and because she doesn't feel she's getting a thousand dollars. Why? Because the, the, the husband could still. Be mochel. The Marleys the small and the and the Rav Meir. That was the Chacham. That's and Mekdeshes. I'm sorry. Rav Meir does not hold of. The Marleys the small. Rav Meir does not hold of Shmuel. You cannot be mochel. So she's fine. She accepts it because she knows that she's getting thousand dollars. He can't be mochel. Ibai Samer. Next shot. The Kula Alma Isla the Shmuel. Everyone holds that you could be mochel. But the question is, you could be mochel. Does she? Is she worried that the husband's going to do it to her? For she's the wife. So Mar says like this: Rachav Isha come nifliki. Mar savar Isha. Dafka in the case of Isha, Samcha daito. She is being, uh, she's confident enough that Meimar she says to herself, Lo shavik leili didi or machal elachrina. He's not going to leave me hanging and be moichel with someone else. I'm going to be his wife. Well, Mar savar Isha nami lo samcha daito. No, even for sure, if it's an irregular sale of a land, a property, there would be a problem because the guy would be concerned. But but the one opinion is the Isha is not worried. The other opinion is that even by a mechir, by a kedushin. The issue would be uh, right. So now we explained the machlokas in the case of Milva Bishtar. We have picked your choice. You've got five or six ways you can explain it. Now we've got to get to the next thing they argued about is where he signed over to the wife a Milva Alpet. Now there you can't give over an IOU. So there you have to have a written document that makes her the beneficiary of this loan. What's the machlokas in the case of Milva Alpet? Milva Alpet by my pligi, what are they arguing about? The case is like this. As we have this before, you have uh, you have um, 
AO's, uh, uh, you have three, three parties over here. Uh, B owes A money. B owes A money and C owes B money. Okay? B owes A money and C owes B money. The three of them are there together. So B can say to C, instead of paying the money to me, pay the money directly to A. It's based on a pasuk in the Torah. And A then... Uh, has rights to claim that, and that'll be considered, that everything will be done, that'll be, that'll be, it's called, it's called Shibudadrab Nosen. Now, there is a machlokas, whether that works even on loans, or it only works on pikodon, on deposits. It means there is an opinion, one version of Rab, that that only works is if, uh, B has something that belongs to A. And C has something that belongs to B. Can you just skip this middle step? But it has to be something that's intact. But de- like a deposit. But it doesn't work on loans. So that's the Shiloh over here. Now that's going to be what's happening over here. Because this third party, Milva Alper, is that, that somebody owes the husband money. And the husband's trying to say, skip me and let it go to my wife. I'm a Kaddish with it. But it's in a loan. So Shiloh is, if you hold Maimon Shloshton works even on loans, that's Rav Meir, it's Mekudoshes. If you hold Maimon Shloshton only works on a Pekadon, then it'll be Aina Mekudoshes. That's going to be this, 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 this. So it says more like this. So Amarav, the Amarav, Ravun Amarav, Monali Beyotcho, that you have a hundred dollars that you owe me. Tneo Leplon, instead of giving it to me, give it to the third person. But Maimon Shloshton, in front of all three of them, Kono, it's a valid acquisition that third person acquires it. Mars, uh, no, so, Mars, one opinion that only works by Pikodon, it doesn't work by Halvor. So it cannot be working in the case of the Kedushin, because they were talking about a case of, it was a Halvor. It would work. So basically, that's the case of Milva. Goes to the Sensei more like this. Going back again to Rob's Din, that a Makadish for Milva, we have a machlokas tanoim in the matter. It says, The person said, I want to makadosh you with a star. So Rav Meir Omer, it doesn't work. And Rav Lazar Omer, Rav Lazar says it works. Now, what is the case? Now, there's a third opinion. Let's evaluate the value of the star itself. If the star itself, the content of the, the value of the paper has a worth of pruta, then it's mekudeshes. But in lava, the paper is not worth mekudeshes, then it won't work bechlal, it's ena mekudeshes. Now, says the Gemara like this. What is the case here? You want to mekadosh with a star. Hai star hechidami. Ileim a star It's an IOU. It's a written IOU. The problem is, then Rav Meir is contradicting himself, because in the last b'risa, Rav Meir said, you could be mekadosh with a star chov So how could he be over here saying you cannot? So the than Kasha to Rav Meir and Rav Meir. Ella, it must be talking about money that she owes him. That she she owes him, and he's Makadish giving her back her IOU. So her El Bishtar Chov Dido. Over Makadish Bamilva come if again, and they're arguing about Makadish Bamilva. So Lechora, then you have a problem, then it comes out of Machlokas Tanoim and Rav's din. So I'm Rav Nachbar Yitra, Hamayaskin, and Kigonshe Kitcha Bishtar. The star we're talking about over here is not talking about a star Chov. It's Kedusha Star. Harad Makadesh's Lee with a star. We're talking about over here. What the problem was, She'en Alav Edim. They only had, they did not have signed a 
Adam in it. It only had Adam that were visible Adam. Adam is Sira, not Adam. And that's the Machlok, because Rav Meir is Shitoso. Rav Meir Letamei, Rav Meir holds, we learned Masechus Gitin, that in a star, the only thing that executes the star is if you have a star, Adam, that are written. Amar Adam Chasimakarti, the signed Adam is what executes the star. And Rav Lazar Letamei, the Amar Adam Asirakarti. They say, no, you, you can, don't have to have it written. If you have the Adam Asira, that makes, that executes the Kedushin's fine as well. What are the we don't know which way to go. So therefore, if the star itself is worth the pruta, then you can just bypass the whole problem altogether because it will say that she's being makadah show with kasef and not with star. They're not sure. So Ikra Rav Meir, they don't even like the whole like Rav Meir that it's no good because there's no Eid HaChasimah. Ikra Rav Lazar that Eid HaMasir is enough. Hilkach Shamin Esaniyar Im Yeish B'Shav HaPruta Mekudeshes Ve'im Lav Eina Mekudeshes As to what the Machlokas might be and it's not based on uh, whether you can makash by milva because we're talking about kedusha star here. The star was written not for this particular woman. It had another woman the same name, and they, now the husband wants to use it for this wife. So as a get, we know You need it by get. Question is, what about by kedusha? And it's based on reishlokish to come if like the argument reishlokish alocha. The way reishlokish asked the shaila star erusin a star for kedusha shekasav was written without a specific woman in, in mind. What's the din? Do we compare the laws of Gerushin to the laws of Kedushin? It's just as Gerushin, you need the cost of law, you need Lishma. So here too would be disqualified if it was not Lishma. Oh, Dilma, do we say? We compare Kedushins, the different forms of Kedushin together. And Mahavaya, the Kesev, just as the Kesev, you don't have to print the, the, this, the, the coin with the woman in mind. When you write the star, so we compare Kedushin to Gerushin or the Kedushins among themselves. After Eshlakish raised the Shailah, the Pashta, he concluded that you compare Gerushin to Kedushin, so that you make the act of becoming married to the act of leaving the marriage. And therefore, you need to have Kedushin Nishma. And this star was given to this woman, it was written Shalalishma Mar, which is Rav Meir, Isid Rav Eshlakish, and that's why he holds that it's Kedushin star is Enam Kedushin. Umar, and according to the Chachamim, or Rabbi Lozer in this particular case, is lazily the Reish Lakish, does not agree with Rabbi Lozer, and therefore, if it's written Lishma, it would still be Mekudesh. As Ibai Zema, another alternative. Of course, you need Lishma because of Havai Litzia. What is the argument of Eshet Kos for Lishma? But it was not written with her in mind. I mean, it was written with her in mind, but it wasn't written with notifying her at the time when you wrote it. So when you wrote it, you did not notify the Isha that the Star was the star kedushin was being prepared, and that becomes a plamachlok as a plukta to Rabbi Ravina, the two uh, opinions of Ravina and Rabbi Papa and Rabbi Sharvia Kamifligi. That's what they're arguing about. The itmar, because we're stated, if you wrote a star erusin lishma, like Rish Lakish, you have to do it lishma. But you love me daita, but you do not notify her that it was being written. Rabbi Ravina Amri Mekudeshes, because it's not like Gitin, even though Gitin has to be me daita. I'm sorry, it, it actually, it is, it, it is like Gittin. With Gittin, you don't, it's Bal Korcha, you don't have to let her know it's been written, and therefore they compare it to Gittin. Yes, it's, it's, it's Enema Kadesh's because it is like Gittin in the fact that by Gittin, you need the husband's knowledge of it being written. The Daita over there, the Makne, he is allowing her to acquire herself to go free. So here the Das Makne would be, uh, also would be the Isha, is 
makna herself for kedushin to allow the man to acquire her. So therefore, the question is, do we compare it comprehensively to kigerushin? And there you don't need midaita, and here, so therefore here we don't either. Or do we see you need the das makna? We learn out from gerushin, and therefore here you need das makna. So that's the machlokus over here, and therefore the star was written with lomidaita. According to Mayor is no good because he uh, holds like the opinion you need midaita by by you need to the kedushin, and the one that holds the Rebbe holds that it is good because you don't. The Gemara goes back to the original Machlokas, to the original Pesach of Rav, whether you hold Kiddush B'milva, Lo Hava Kiddushin. So the Gemara wants to say, that is a Machlokas, the following Machlokas, the Namit Sanyu, Lintam Raisa. Also, Lishirayim, the woman gave gold, let's say, to a craftsman, and she said, make for me uh, uh, anklets, Nizamin make for me uh, uh, different types of rings, vitabos, earrings, and 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 finger rings. The ekadosh ani loch, and by you making these for me and giving them back to me for your service, I will be mekudeshes. That will be the kes of kedushin. So Kevin Sha'asa, when he completed, he made it mekudeshes. She is considered to be mekudeshes. That's the very Rabbi Meir. Chachamim Oimrim ain't mekudeshes. Chacham say no. It's not mekudeshes until the money reaches her hand. Now it's not clear. Hi, Mammon. What money is reaching her hand? Dahechidami. What's the case? means when it's talking about the money, meaning the finished product. That when the Chachamis say that she's not Mekudesh until the, but when the finished product reaches her hand, it's Mekudesh. The problem with that is, Michal, that infers the Tanakama that Rav Meir Savar, Afilu Osa Mamanami, Loi, that even before the money gets to her hand, she's Mekudesh, the Chor El Vemai Bomekacha. What is he going to be Mekudesh with? If if he doesn't if nothing reached her hand yet so therefore that can't be the pshat el Allah must be when the chachamim say that the moment reaches her hand means moment achram means you can't use the stuff that he made you have to give independent money other stuff only then can be mekudeshes but what he made cannot be mekadosher with then what does Reb Meir hold Reb Meir holds that what he made could be mekadosher so what's the machlokas Shmami no the machlokas must be the mekadosh b'milva they're arguing about mekadosh b'milva how does that work out because the more this point says everyone assumes that when you hire somebody to work for you so each pruta of work he does accumulates as an outstanding debt that uh, you have to pay him for what he has done for you so it's each pruta of work becomes owed to to him the, uh, and if it's a loan so when he gives over the jewel, the the the, uh, the jewelry that he's finished making, ostensibly he's being mekadesh you with the money that you owe him, which is milva. And if that's the pshat over here, so Rav Meir says it works, and the Chacham says it doesn't. It doesn't. You need outside money. You can't use this. So my they're arguing about this very point. Rav's din, Mar Savar Mekadesh B'Milva Mekudeshes, or Mar Savar Mekadesh B'Milva Ena Mekudeshes. Whether you can Mekadesh with Milva, whereas it's like that's not the pshat. The Kula Al Mekadesh B'Milva Ena Mekudeshes. Everybody holds you cannot be Mekadesh B'Milva. It's not adding any new money to her. It's Ena Mekudeshes. So what's the machlokus over here? There is a shaila how schirus works. It's they argue, do we say that every work, every pruta of work that he does accumulates a new pruta of work to uh, a pruta owed to him for everything that he's done and it starts from the beginning until the end it means by the time he's finished all of that now is owed to him as an outstanding loan 
and then you could not be Makadish with the jewelry, which is what the Chachamim will hold. And my Savabad Rav Meir holds, is that when you hire somebody to work for you, you only owe him the money after he's handed over the material to you. When he's completed and he's handed over to you, at that point now, you owe him the money. Therefore, if before he hands it over to you, he, and he says, I, I'm, you, I will, my services that you're going to be owing me, I want to use to be Makadish you with, so that's called Enel Sechiris Elevasov. At the end, before he's handed over to you, he says, I want to Makadish you with this service that I've done for you. It will be Makadish's because it has not become a loan yet. It only becomes a loan after he gives it and you owe it. But if it's before, it's, he's saying before, that before I've hand, I'm handing it over to you, the service that I've done for you, I want Makadish you with, that's considered Kesev, that's Mamon. So therefore, it's a Ma'asava Enel Sechiris Elevasov. Which is going to be the Chachamim Shita. That'll be the Chachamim. So that'll be the Machlokus over here. So you don't have to make it a Machlokus. Everyone holds you can't Makadish. But Milva, Shaila is how Schirus works. Another interpretation. It does work like a debt. Every Puta now you owe him for every work that he's done. And a Makadish Milva, but everyone also holds you can't Makadish Milva to Anamagadeshas. Vahacha, here the Shaila is, it wasn't like a 10 year, a 10 day. Schirus. A schirus, each day, each, each moment he works is, but there's something called a kablon. A kablon is a finished product. So if you hire someone to finish a job for you, what happens then? How do we look at that job? And that's the machlokas here. Do we say an uman, an uman who's a kablon, a person has to do a, has to, is, is being hired on consignment to finish a complete job. Does he own the kli? Does he have, does he have a, the kli? Does he own the product? Profit inside the vessel that he is doing is it something that he is uh, uh, he is he is uh, uh, does he have the, uh, pro- the the shvach that he is instilled in it does he own it until the person pays for him or for that as well so mar savar umen kona b'shvach kli Rav Meir holds that what the umen what the craftsman owns he owns that uh, app- uh, appreciation of what he's added to the jewelry until it gets paid. To, until he gets paid for it. So he can be Makadashur with it. Marsavar, but the Chachamim hold, no. It's the same as a Sirus. It's Einum and Since he doesn't own it and it's just an accumulated debt, so it becomes Makadash Mamil, but it's Einum and you have to use outside money. The Ebois Ema. Or else we have a third way of learning. The Kula Alma holds Einum and Konabishvachli. You cannot, an Umen does not accumulate uh, 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 the, the appreciation. It's considered a, a, a debt, accumulated debt. It starts from the beginning to the end. Each thing he does, he's owed. And Makadash Milva and Makadash, so you can't Makadash the Milva. So what's the Machlok? He added a gem to the jewelry of his own. Marsavar, and what the opinion of Rav Meir is that when you're Makadash with a loan plus a pruta of your own, so it's a package, there's money that's owed to me that I can't be Makadash with because you can't Makadash with a Milva. But 
the I, I added something else, a prutza, which it could be. So in a package, we have both a milva and a prutza. Daite, the woman's nine will be on the prutza, and therefore you can makadash with it. And Mara, the chachamim holds of our, no, the das will be really on the milva, and not, you can't assume it's going to be on the prutza, and it's makadash milva, it's enema kadashas. And this explanation will fit, there's a, a three or machlokas that will be able to tie in these different sheets of three or machlokas. The sign will enter the If a person says to a woman, for the wages that I did for you already, that doesn't work, because what I did for you already, uh, that is accumulative debt, and that would be Makadash uh, Milva. And that could be even if you hold but it means after you handed it back to her, now you say, for the wages that I now owe you, that for sure is considered milva, it doesn't work. But before, if before you did it, you said, what I will do with for you, for those services I want to kadash you with, that will be Makadash. That's the first opinion. either way, So for sure it doesn't work for what I have done for you, but it also doesn't work for what I will do for you. And we'll see why he holds that. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi Omer, the Emes Amru, that the Emes means usually it's the halacha. In truth, they said, What I did for you, or what I will do for you, doesn't work. But, but if the craftsman, added a jewel that's worth at least a pruta of his own, that's Mekudeshes. So what's the machlokus here? So, the first opinion, Rabbi Nosson, whether it works of what I did do and what I will do, what's the machlokus? Does Chiros work? Work or does it work only besov? So if it works besov, so therefore you can't be makadish with what I did or what I will do. It doesn't work. But if you hold besov, then for what I will do, you could be makadish with. So Bain Rav Nosson and Rav Yehuda Anasi, what's the difference? They both hold that uh, so even for what I will do doesn't work. But the difference over there, if you added the Nofak Mishalo, is the focus of the Isha on the new gem, or is it on the uh, on entire amount, which is the Milva, which doesn't work? Marasava, which is Rav Nosson holds Milva Pruta, that when you have a package deal that has both the gem plus the Milva, the money that's owed, it's Daita Milva, the focus on the Milva, and if it doesn't work, and if he doesn't give it as an option. Rabbi Yehuda Anasi, Rabbi holds Savadaita Pruta is that when you add the gem yourself, the das will be on the pruta and it will be Mekudeshis. Gentlemen, have a good day.